Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into Switch, How to Change Things When Change is Hard, by Chip and Dan Heath. This insightful book takes us on a journey through the human psyche, exploring the complex nature of personal and organizational change. Unlocking the secrets to transformation, Switch draws upon a deep well of psychological research and real-world examples to reveal why we find it tough to alter our habits. More importantly, it equips us with a set of simple yet potent tools designed to navigate the often rocky terrain of behavioral change. Whether you're looking to revamp your own life or influence a change within a team or business, this book promises applicable strategies that can lead to successful and lasting results. Chip Heath, a professor at Stanford University, and Dan Heath, a senior fellow at Duke University's Case Center, are no strangers to the New York Times bestseller list with previous hits such as Made to Stick and Decisive. Their expertise in organizational behavior and strategic management makes Switch a credible guide for those seeking to understand and execute change. This episode is a must-listen for anyone grappling with stubborn habits, leaders driving change in their organizations, or simply those curious about the intricacies of human behavior and how to steer it in a desired direction. Join us as we uncover the formula for making change a little less daunting and a lot more achievable with Switch. Switch, how to change things when change is hard. Introduction, navigating change, steering the rational and appealing to the emotional. Let's talk about change. We've all been there, vowing to forego the sugary snacks or to wake up early for that morning run. It sounds straightforward, but when it comes to actually following through, we often hit a wall. Why is that? Picture your efforts to change as a journey through a jungle, on an elephant, no less. It's a peculiar image, but stay with me. Your emotional self is the elephant, large, in charge, and driven by desire. It seeks instant gratification, often at the cost of long-term gains. Straddling the elephant is your rational self, the rider, attempting to steer the colossal beast along the right path using logic and willpower. Imagine now you're trying to get into the groove of a pre-dawn jog. Your rider has plotted the course, equipped with all the reasons why it's the healthy choice. But when the alarm rings, what does your elephant do? It groans, craving just a few more moments of cozy slumber, and more often than not, the rider is pulled along by the sheer weight of the elephant's whim. But what of the path itself? If it's filled with snags and traps, like an inviting warm bed and the promise of rainy weather, it only emboldens the elephant's resistance. Yet, if that same path is lined with the alluring scent of coffee or the preset playlist of energizing music, it might just coax the elephant to trudge forward. This triumvirate, the rider, the elephant, and the path, acts together to determine the success of any change. Whether you're trying to adjust your own lifestyle or inspire a shift in others, the key lies in guiding the rider, enticing the elephant, and smoothing out the path. Taking control of change isn't unlike planning an elephant expedition. Plot a clear route, provide some motivational peanuts for your elephant, and clear the brush to make the way forward as accessible as possible. Part 1. Shifting the focus to what works. The magic of bright spots. 
Picture your rational mind as an overthinker, fixated on the potential problems ahead and ready to get stuck in a quagmire of analysis paralysis. But when you're looking for change, you don't need a spotlight on the pitfalls. You need a beacon to guide you through them. To break through this deadlock, the rider, your rational thinker, needs a new directive. Instead of getting bogged down with what's going wrong, it's about zeroing in on the bright spots, those pockets where things are working surprisingly well. Understanding how these successes come about can serve as a blueprint for wider transformation. Let's consider a real-world David versus Goliath story. Jerry Sternin's battle against malnutrition in Vietnamese villages. Faced with monumental challenges such as widespread poverty and defunct sanitation, Sternin chose an unconventional path. Instead of wrestling with the problems, he scouted for bright spots. And indeed, within this landscape of hardship, there were children who thrived. His detective work paid off. These well-nourished kids were being fed in a unique way, small meals throughout the day rather than the usual two. By taking this community-derived solution and sharing it with others, Sternin tapped into a powerful force. The solution gained traction, not because it was an expert's opinion, but because it was a homegrown victory. The ripple effect was nothing short of inspiring. Within six months, a staggering majority of the village's children improved nutritionally. These bright spots didn't just flicker, they sparked a flame that spread throughout the community. Embrace this philosophy, find the bright spots, digest their secrets, and let that knowledge cascade across the broader landscape of change. Part 2. Simplifying Choices. Crafting a Script for Change. Picture a crossroad, where every direction is a choice and each route promises change. This is often where the rider, our rational self, comes to a standstill. With myriad decisions looming, like a buffet of endless possibilities, deciding on a single course of action is overwhelming. This is known as decision paralysis, and it's a tricky hurdle when initiating change. Take a common goal like eating healthier. The rider might ponder numerous options. Add more greens, cut back on carbs, use less salt, pick healthier cooking oils, and so forth. Individually, any of these choices could contribute to a healthier diet, yet the rider might remain at a standstill, analyzing instead of acting. Curiously enough, studies show that having too many choices only mires us further in indecision. An abundance of options can feel like a maze with no exit. This isn't resistance to change, it's a cry for direction amidst the chaos. The solution? Give the rider a map, spell out the steps to follow. Ambiguity is the roadblock. Well-defined actions are the key. Identify which moments are pivotal in the change process and script out the next moves for those scenarios. Let's say you're committed to that healthier diet. The pivotal moment might be standing in the grocery aisle. The script could be as specific as buy whole wheat bread instead of white, ensuring that when you open your pantry, the choices within align with your goals. Researchers tested this approach in West Virginia, aiming to nudge locals towards better eating habits. Their message wasn't a broad, eat healthier, but a targeted directive. Choose 1% milk over whole milk when you shop. The result? A surge in low-fat milk sales and a significant dip in fat consumption. This approach bears repeating. 
By providing unmistakable instructions for crucial moments, even the smallest change can produce substantial results. The rider may dread the complexities of decision-making, but with a clear script outlining essential actions for change, hurdles give way to leaps of progress. Part 3. Creating a Compelling Vision The Power of Destination Postcards Envisioning change is not unlike a traveller setting out on a journey. The destination needs to be clear, inspiring, and above all, reachable. This clarity is essential in preventing the analytical rider from becoming stuck in an endless cycle of contemplation, pondering countless routes without taking a single step. Take, for instance, the story of a first-grade teacher, Crystal Jones, who wanted to spark a fire in her young students. She painted them a mental picture, a destination postcard, if you will, promising that by the end of the year they'd be like third-graders, with all the reading, writing, and arithmetic skills that entailed. This image fueled the students' desire and provided a precise target for them, gluing the attention of both the methodical rider who craved a goal and the enthusiastic elephant, eager for the prestige of being cool third graders. A well-crafted destination postcard does exactly that. It aligns the goals of the rider with the passions of the elephant, encapsulating a vision that's both attractive and actionable. Ensuring that each step or critical move is tethered to this vision is what propels the change process forward. Yet, even with the most delightful postcard in hand, commitment can wane, especially when self-negotiations creep in. To combat this, switch from the nebulous, I'll eat healthier, to the explicit, I'll never eat another hot dog. While less appealing, the starkness of black and white goals leaves little room for the elephant to trample over the boundaries you've set. Craft a destination postcard that speaks to both logic and emotion, and make sure it's one your elephant won't want to forget. Part 4. Igniting Action. The Emotional Drive for Change. Within us, the cerebral rider may hold the reins, believing itself to be in full control. But make no mistake, it's the elephant, our emotional core, that truly holds the power. When push comes to shove, should the rider and elephant lock horns, the elephant's sheer force will inevitably prevail. For genuine and lasting change, then, it becomes essential to engage the elephant's sense of drive and passion. Consider the story of John Stegner, who aimed to shake up the ingrained habits of a manufacturing company's leadership. He realized that lecturing them with facts and figures about their inefficient purchasing strategies wouldn't budge their elephants. Stegner had to appeal to their emotions. In a bold move, he gathered every different type of glove used across their factories, a staggering 424 variations, and dumped them on a conference table for all to see. The shock factor worked magnificently. The leadership team's elephants were stirred, not by numbers, but by the visceral sight of wastefulness. Why do we need so many? they exclaimed. And just like that, Everyone was on board for a purchasing overhaul. Emotions are the gas pedal for the elephant. They can be positive, like aspiration, or negative, like apprehension. Each has its place. A negative emotion can act as an alarm bell, sharply focusing the collective efforts on immediate fixes. This was what swung into action in Stegner's glove demonstration, where outrage and exasperation paved the way for swift consensus. However, when the waters are murkier and no clear solution looms on the horizon, harnessing positive emotions can be more effective. 
They open up our thinking, inviting creativity and innovation into the equation for the elephant within to embark in the right direction. It doesn't need a map as much as it needs a spark, the kindling of a potent emotion to set it in motion. Part 5. Scaling change. Start with stepping stones, not mountains. Confronting change can sometimes feel like standing at the base of an insurmountable peak. Picture a person drowning in debt. To them, Financial freedom seems as distant as a mountain summit shrouded in clouds, an overwhelming prospect for the emotional elephant, which might rather stand its ground than face the arduous climb. So how do you coax this elephant into taking that first step? The secret lies in reducing the scale of change, making the mountain into a series of manageable molehills. This is about shrinking the change, creating a sense of early progress that fuels motivation. Take, for example, a fascinating tactic unearthed through a study on customer loyalty. Individuals were more likely to fill a loyalty card when they perceived a head start, even when the end goal was the same. A card requiring 10 stamps did less to entice than one needing 12, already graced with two complementary stamps. The latter group felt they were already on their way, making the task seem less daunting. But the true game-changer in shrinking change? Break it down into petite portions. Think of them as inch pebbles along the path. Each one should be achievable, offering a taste of victory with every conquered milestone. Let's consider the philosophy of personal finance expert Dave Ramsey. In an unconventional twist, he advises folks to first eliminate their smallest debts regardless of interest rates. It's not about the math. It's about momentum. There's a psychological lift in fully paying off a debt, no matter its size, that builds one's belief in the possibility of change. Every small triumph is like a gust of wind beneath the wings of hope, propelling the elephant forward. As these victories stack up, change no longer feels like a steep trek, but a journey of rewarding strides. When aiming to scale a mountain of change, remember this. Lead your elephant up the hill one gentle slope at a time. Part 6. Fostering Resilience, Identity, and Growth Mindset as Pillars of Change Embarking on a path of change is not just a matter of altering behavior. It's a transformative journey that aligns with who we aspire to be. Let's take a journey back to 1977 St. Lucia where locals were largely indifferent to the fate of their endemic parrot teetering on the brink of extinction. This apathy posed a significant hurdle to conservation efforts. Enter Paul Butler, a youthful conservationist with a mission. Realizing that the survival of the St. Lucia parrot demanded a cultural shift, Butler set out to entwine the bird's fate with the country's national identity. His weapons of choice? Bumper stickers? t-shirts and community mobilization. These tools weren't just merchandise. They were symbols of pride for the St. Lucian people. Before long, the parrot's image was synonymous with national pride, and the subsequent legal protections mirrored this newfound identity. The bird was saved, not by economics or force, but by a reshaped national self-perception. This tale illustrates a crucial facet of driving change, tapping into and, if necessary, reshaping identities. When people see a change as reflective of who they are, 
such as concerned citizens, they're more likely to embrace it. Yet, embracing a new identity does not safeguard against setbacks. Even those who perceive themselves as agents of change will falter. It's how these moments are navigated that can cement or erode progress. This is where cultivating a growth mindset becomes essential. The belief that our abilities and intelligence can be developed through dedication and hard work. It means viewing failures not as fatal flaws, but as stepping stones, learning experiences that strengthen our abilities. Numerous studies endorse the power of a growth mindset, from honing students' academic prowess to refining business strategies and even enhancing cardiac surgeons' proficiency. The effects are profound and prolific. Ultimately, the journey of change is about more than just the destination. It's about nurturing the growth of the individuals embarking on it, encouraging people to adopt a change-conducive identity and a growth mindset can turn the tides of change from daunting to achievable. Part 7. Smoothing the Road to Change The Importance of the Path The journey of change is often fraught with obstacles. A hesitant elephant and an indecisive rider may contribute to the challenge. However, there's a third element that can sometimes ease the way, regardless of the state of the rider and elephant and that's the path they travel upon. It turns out that the setting in which change unfolds plays an instrumental role in the story. We tend to focus on personal attributes when explaining others' actions, a phenomenon known as the fundamental attribution error. We're quick to assume that people act in certain ways because of who they are, rather than the context they're in. Yet, Environmental and situational cues frequently exert more sway over our actions than our own traits. Take, for instance, a revealing experiment involving college students. Their peers ranked them on their charitable nature, which split them into saints and jerks. However, when called upon to donate food to charity, the clarity of the request made a world of difference. A detailed letter with specific instructions and a map saw a significant number of the jerks participating, surpassing the saints who had received a generic solicitation. This tells us that even a surprising shift in the environment can lead to changes in behavior, often irrespective of personal proclivities. What's the lesson here? If we wish to nudge people's behavior in a new direction, we should focus on making their route as uncomplicated and straightforward as possible. By adjusting the surroundings or adding a few guideposts to show the way, we can influence actions more effectively than we might think. Designing a path conducive to change doesn't just increase the likelihood of success, it fosters an environment where the possibility of transformation becomes a natural progression rather than an uphill battle. To catalyze change, focus not solely on the people themselves, but be sure to lay out an effortless trail for them to tread. Part 8. Changing Effortlessly, the Synergy of Habits and Environment There's a hidden force available in the quest for change, one that operates without requiring constant attention or energy. This force? Habit. The autopilot of our behavior, habits determine a surprisingly large portion of our daily actions. And the most fascinating part? Once a habit is established, 
the rider can relax. The elephant marches on without much prodding. The story of U.S. soldiers in Vietnam serves as a powerful testimony to the might of habits influenced by the environment. Faced with high rates of addiction among troops during the war, fears mounted over the potential for these habits to persist once the soldiers were back home. Defying expectations, a year after returning, a mere 1% struggled with addiction. Removed from the environmental triggers of Vietnam, replaced by the familiarity and social support of home, old habits dissipated and new ones took root. To implement change with minimal resistance, it's about creating new habits and aligning them with an environment that naturally reinforces them. How, then, does one cultivate these helpful new habits? A simple yet effective strategy is to establish environmental action triggers, link a specific action to a consistent cue. For instance, after dropping off the kids at school, that's your cue to head straight to the gym. This takes the decision-making out of the equation. The environment now cues the behavior. Another practical tool is the trusty checklist. The routine it enforces prevents the slippery slope of cutting corners. Pilots have long sworn by them to ensure safety in the air, underlining their effectiveness in maintaining high standards, even in habitual processes. In the dance of change, allowing the environment to guide the steps can turn a grueling trek into a glide. Build the framework of habits tailored to the change you seek and let the environment do the heavy lifting. For a smoother ride on the path of change, embed new habits in an environment designed to uphold them. Part 9. Embracing the herd mentality. How social proof can drive change. As social creatures, we are instinctively drawn to follow the flock, whether we're navigating the etiquette of a fine dining experience or deciding when to laugh during a sitcom. We seek guidance in the actions of those around us. It's a reassuring affirmation that we're on the right track. Leveraging this innate tendency toward imitation can be a potent tool in the journey of change. Consider the phenomenon of laughter in a TV show. Why do producers add that recorded chuckle? Because laughter is infectious. We're apt to laugh along when we hear others do it. Similarly, a bartender may seed their tip jar with a few bills at the start of the night, setting a precedent for patrons to follow. To steer behaviors in a new direction, one effective strategy is to showcase that the majority is already on board with the change. If a company wants to transition to new timekeeping practices and meets with some resistance, one could display compliance figures for all to see. The holdouts, witnessing their colleagues' adherence, will often fold to peer pressure and adopt the new system themselves. But there's a catch. This approach depends on already having most of the group in alignment with the change. If that's not the case, if a resistant majority exists, then the strategy must adapt. Instead of focusing on the multitude, support the progressive minority. Create spaces for these early adopters to convene, share the advantages of the change, and refine their message. In doing so, they become advocates, equipped to persuade their hesitant peers. Be advised, though, this process can lead to tension between the traditionalists and the innovators. Yet it's a natural and necessary part of the change process. 
akin to an organizational shedding of old skin from which a more refined entity can emerge. To effect change within a group, make the chosen path appear well-worn, signaling to people that they are in good company, walking a road many before them have trodden. Final Summary In the quest for personal transformation, understanding the interplay of three crucial elements can pave the way to success. The analytical rider, the emotional elephant, and the path they tread. The rider, encompassing your rational thought, requires a well-defined direction. The elephant, representing your emotional and instinctual side, needs motivation to embark on the journey. And the path, reflecting your environment and circumstances, should be sculpted to facilitate the journey. Let's dive into the strategies that can be employed to set each component on the right track. Firstly, direct the rider by honing in on what's working, the bright spots, and emulate those successes. Script out the critical moves so the rider isn't paralyzed by indecision and create a destination postcard that articulates an alluring future for both the rider and the elephant. To motivate the elephant, stir up powerful emotions that ignite movement. Offer manageable challenges, small hills to climb before taking on the mountain, and encourage growth by fostering identities that align with the desired change, along with a mindset that learns from setbacks. Lastly, for the path, it's essential to lay down a route that's simple to follow, encourage new habits and create environments that bolster these routines. And remember, people are influenced by the collective. Make the path appear well-traveled to harness the power of social proof. These insights delve into the reasons behind resistance to change and provide a roadmap for navigating through transformation. It's about aligning the rational mind, emotional spirit, and environmental factors towards a common goal. In summary, to effect change is to masterfully guide the rider, inspire the elephant, and clear the path, creating a harmonious journey towards lasting change. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.